Non-rock-a-boatus must stop. I don't want to rock the boat. I want to sink it. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy? Or are you going to bite? Brett, delusional. Delusional is okay in your worldview. I'm an animal. You don't chastise chickens for being delusional. You don't chastise pigs for being delusional. So you calling me delusional using your worldview is perfectly okay. It doesn't really hurt. <laughs> she hung up on me. Yeah! Yeah! What? What? Desperate times call for faithful men and not for careful men. The careful men come later and write the biographies of the faithful men, lauding them for their courage. Go into all the world and make disciples. Not go into the world and make buddies. Not to make brosives. Right. Don't go in the world and make homies. Right. Disciples. Well, I, yeah. got, I got a bit of a jiggle neck. <laughs> That's a joke, Pastor. When we have the real message of truth, we cannot let somebody say they're speaking truth when yeah. they're not. Greetings and welcome to Apologia Radio. My name is James White, and along with me, I'm about to do a Jeff Durbin thing, but I really can't because how can, have you thought yet, how can we call you Joy the Girl? Because you're now Mrs. <laughs> I Hunter. know, I know. I mean, there's so much gravitas There's got to. We have to find something a little bit better, Yeah, I think now. There's... I've always been the girl, yeah. but now there's like an upgrade. It's like a rite a, of passage type yeah, thing, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and then the next thing is mama. Yeah. And, and then once it's grandma, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it's just <laughs> sort of like, you, you don't get you're an just upgrade. happy to be here. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you just, just show up and I bring got, presents I got out of bed this morning. It's very good. <laughs> so anyways, uh, you're wondering. That'll be all of us one day. We'll just be hunched over <laughs> the microphones. Can you? I can just see the original gang getting together for a very low energy <laughs> reunion. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. But oh, <clears throat> anyways, uh, <laughs> you're probably wondering what in the world am I doing here again? Well, uh, I'm sitting in. And uh, I'm sitting in because uh, Jeff has a lot of uh, folks who love him and who are willing to do anything to uh, to fill in when he has need. And um, he has need right now. Uh, most of you have read the updates and stuff. I don't know what a new update would be because I'm not sure when this is going to air. But um, I'm basically uh, the director of Alpha and Omega Ministries, and I'm going out of town later this week as I'm going to be doing a lot. I've, I've been looking at my travel schedule for the next year, and it's just simply insane. Uh, but I said, you know what? Let me uh, let me sit in, and um, and uh, Joy's back, and so uh, we have certain common people that we know in know. our lives. This is that kind of we a can, weird crossover. It is. It is strange because <laughs> I've I've sat in here, not this particular one, but the old one uh with uh, you and summer mm -hmm. and uh in fact the, i think the last time was so long ago it's sort of like i'm not loved anymore but uh <laughs> we did that what's the thing where you do the song lyrics thing oh we did the um 
What do you call the, it? Oh my gosh. I forget what it's called. I forget it's what we're so calling it. It's been so long it. since you did it. But the thing where you like listen to the yes, music and yes, you like yes. write a part of a movie right, for it or whatever. Right. Yeah. And do you remember what I played? Um, John Denver. John Denver. Yeah. Because that drives Summer crazy. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't like it. I No, no, no. And she was mocking him horribly and came up with theological errors and everything else <laughs> in what he was saying, which there were a lot. He was into, e, into right. EST or whatever the stuff was called. So, you know, uh, I trained her well along those lines, but it's been a long time. So I know we'll have to have you on again yeah, sometime I, soon. I, I think we were talking about it. I'm still so. semi-relevant. Just not as relevant <laughs> as it used to be. <laughs> super relevant yeah, always yeah. so anyways uh so here we are and uh there's lots of things to 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 talk about but obviously first and foremost uh, congratulations to you thank you um i did that 36 years ago yeah um but i was 19 can you imagine that that would have been like 10 years ago for me yeah wow i was 19 she was 18 we were both 18 when we got engaged how long were you engaged for uh, uh mm, well uh june to it was, about, it was right at a year okay yeah so we were both real young yeah wow and i made up my mind early and uh yeah. i said that's the one for me and uh i've told the story before and summer certainly knows this but i actually fell for her sister first because mm-hmm. she's an identical twin right but i figure if they're identical twins <laughs> then that's that's fair right you that's, also that's, there's a weird like loophole there. Yeah, you there did is. fall in love with both of them in a weird, but not real. you know, yeah. I didn't, because I, I didn't even know she was a twin right. when I first saw her. I was just like, wow, that's, you know, when you're a sophomore in high school, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen on the planet. So, <laughs> but she didn't know I existed. And then a couple of weeks later, I come into Sunday school and there's two of them. Yay, double, <laughs> double, the, double the chance. <laughs> and of course, Kelly, my wife, is the, in most identical twins, you've got a more outgoing one. Okay. And a more retiring one. And Kelly's mm-hmm. the quieter one. Okay. Which works better for me. Uh, yeah. I think so. But then again, Shelly has never, I don't think she knows who I am. <laughs> so this, I just, <laughs> just doesn't, I don't fit the parameters. So anyways, but uh, yeah, that was 36 years ago. So. So if you want to increase your odds, go for <clears throat> identical twins. You know, I had not really thought about it that way. <laughs> uh, the, the reality is if you want to increase your odds, make sure you know history. Oh, Oh, you didn't know about this? Oh, I shouldn't do this because Kelly's going to kill me. Oh, gosh. Well, I, I love telling this story, but Kelly is always like, oh, don't do it. <laughs> don't but um, I have, uh, for all the young men in the audience. Well, then this is, this is if this young men need helpful. to hear it, then the they young need, men to need to hear, hear it. This. Um, I have a 100% foolproof way of getting the woman of your dreams because it worked for me. Uh, here's, here's, here's what I did. Um, I'm not going to give you all the backstory. I had been trying to get her attention for literally a year and a half. Okay. Finally, um, I invited her out uh, to Peter Piper Pizza. We are in high school. Yeah. Okay. And that's Mm -hmm. where everybody went after church on Sundays. Went to this big mega church. Mega church as in 20,000 members. Yeah. We can never find more than 7,000 at a time, but they were on the roll. Uh, it was the type of church where you had to show up personally and submit your own death certificate in triplicate uh, to be able to get off the membership rolls. Oh, wow. That's, That's serious that membership yeah, there. Yeah, that very serious <laughs> membership. Anyway, and um, so I finally got the nerve up to ask her out. And, and I, I've always been able to read her face. Uh, immediately, it, it, it was like a, one of those things where you've got the message that scrolls across. It says, oh, he's been trying to get my attention all along. <laughs> you know, And uh, so... <laughs> So, 
So she said yes. And so on March 17th, 1981, wow. <clears throat> um, we went to Peter Piper Pizza. And so this is how you do it because it worked perfectly. Mm -hmm. And you... Peter Piper Pizza is still in business. So it is. You could it is. That duplicate one, I don't this think exactly. Is, but you could, you could repeat this exactly. <laughs> From the time I ordered the pizza, picked it up, we ate the pizza and we left. The entire evening at Peter Piper Pizza, I narrated for her in perfect chronological detail, names, dates, everything, the entirety of the Battle of Midway oh, in World did War II. You know? I did. And her response was good. We it were married a... 15 months later. Okay, there you um, go. So um, she, she told, I think she told Summer once that she had a soft spot for geeks. Okay. Smart guys, you mm -hmm. know. And so the fact that without notes or anything else, mm -hmm. I could give Commander Sam Waldron uh, from the Enterprise did this. And I mean, do you know which four Japanese carriers are sunk at the Battle of Midway? I bet you do not. I don't. The Akagi, the Kaga, the Suryu, and the Hiryu. Mm-hmm. Well. And we lost the Yorktown sunk by a Japanese submarine I-68. That was 37 years ago uh, that I huh. gave that story. So it has stuck well. And uh, <laughs> that's what that's what did it. So well, you know, I think uh, know that, your history well. Yeah, I think that um, I was recently just helping my uh, friend study for her uh, licensing exam for psychology, and what there was like a research study that was done that shows that men typically are more like single-minded, passionate, um, and that tends to be more of a male characteristic. And so I think it makes sense that females would find that attractive like a like sort of a weird just like <laughs> weird yeah <laughs> like laser focus on something <laughs> and yours is it was that though, though honestly you have a lot of laser focuses, I have a lot though. <laughs> of, a, a little bit wider focus than most yeah. but history has always always been there and so you don't have to use midway i mean i think the story of munster i don't know if you've ever heard the story of munster mm -mm. uh i've been teaching a church history class for uh, about a year and a half. And uh, that would be a really cool special study for Apology at some point. Oh yeah. Would be. Let's do it. The craziest story from church history ever known is Munster. Hmm. I'm gonna be visiting Munster um, in uh, January, February, late January, early February. I'm teaching in Russia. Well, I'm hoping I'm teaching in Russia because I mean, there's stuff going on with Russia right now and Ukraine right, and yeah. all the rest of that stuff and who knows, but I'm supposed to be teaching in Russia. And then on the way back, I'm gonna go through Munster because Munster is where the Institute for New Testament Studies is where the vast majority, this is the Nessialan 28th edition Greek New Testament. It's put together in Munster. So, oh, wow. so it has been sort of the center of New Testament manuscripts for quite some time now. In the olden days, it was microfilm. Ugh. Uh, now it's super high quality digital images wow. and stuff like that. That's cool. It is very, very cool. So I'm going to be going through there because the PhD I'm working on has to do with what's called CBGM. And I, I, I'm going to be interviewing some people and stuff like that. But the coolest thing about Munster is if you go on Google Earth. Okay. And find the cathedral. I think it's St. Lambert's Cathedral in Munster. <clears throat> go down to Street View and swing around it looking up at the spire on one side, you will find three cages hanging from the side of the church spire. Okay. And they're the size to hold one human being. Person, okay. They have been hanging there since 1534, 1535, 1535. 
Hmm. And they originally had bodies in them. Wow. And they've been for there what? for, well, that's the story <laughs> that's of the Munster. Story. Honestly, the story of Munster, I am stunned that Hollywood has not picked it up because you could simply tell the story as it happened without the slightest bit of embellishment. Wow. And it would be a mega hit. Well, so that's what we're going to have you on Sheologians for. Because you know how we do our story telling episodes? That would be pretty cool. You're going to have to come tell us that story. That would be pretty cool. That's just, that's going to happen. And and now there's no competition anymore uh, by my doing that for Sheologians and then doing it, uh, you know, one night yeah uh here at the studio right yeah apologia because the other big announcement is you're stuck with me now right because i'm an official uh, is it do you call yourselves apologians oh i hope not (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think offhandedly but mostly just a member a member yeah yeah i'm just (laughs) if you want to be a member then that's fine. yeah i'm a plain old member as luke said yesterday when it was announced uh we're sort of we're sort of using uh because how do I, I, I can't sneak in the back door of a church. For no. And uh, when, when Jeff has said numerous times how influential mm-hmm. I've been over his life in the development of his theology, it's like that, though we have differences because yeah. there's, been other, there's been other sources. And you know what funny, the funny, funny thing is, since the announcement was made last night, the, the, the internet's gone insane that James White is a member of Apologia now. Um, <laughs> The, the amazing thing is that people assume that if you join a church, that means you, you have absolutely identical opinions with everybody else. Right. Nobody in their church is that way, but evidently somehow yeah. I'm supposed to be that way. And it's like, look, Jeff knows where we have differences. Uh, the, the, the point is on the fundamentals of the gospel and the focus of what we're doing, we've always been on the same page. We, yeah. You know, uh, how many times I've had him fill in for me on the dividing line. Right. He's had me fill in here. I've preached the church, et cetera, et cetera. I've even lost track of how many times I've preached at Apology over the years. It's yeah, been it's been a lot. lot of yeah. times. So I can't exactly just waltz in the back and sit back in the corner. Right. Because when I do, a line forms and people right. might ask me questions. So <laughs> yeah, it's sort of yes. like, eh, that doesn't work. So, <laughs> so the, the term Luke used yesterday, we're, we're using the term scholar in residence. That's which great. Is, which, which basically means someone who's had a whole lot of schooling and just sort of hangs around. Right. Uh, so it's not an official thing, but it is a recognition that, um, yeah, I want to be uh, a resource uh, for uh, Jeff and Luke and Zach and have their backs and do teaching and stuff like that. And uh, we don't know what it all is gonna, uh, gonna mean. It sort of happened fairly quickly, but right. hey, here we are. So we can do those types of things. And so I can come on Sheologians and tell the most fascinating church history story ever. Mm-hmm. And you're all gonna sit there going, you're making this. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I literally well, I'm super excited. I could tell it in the driest historical way possible, and you'd sit there and go, "No way." Well, then we we need that story told. Uh, it, it, <clears throat> that's awesome. It may end up being a little bit longer in an episode oh, that's because okay. uh, it just doing it in the in the, the class was. I had to go fairly quickly because it's just stunning. It really is a stunning story. There's lots of cool stories. There's there's stories that people don't know about, you know, Cyprian's letters to the Christians who were enslaved in the mines during the uh, imperial persecution. I mean, that's that's the the tearjerker type stuff. Yeah. Most of us have never even heard of things like that. But this story is just like, 
this could never have happened. And yet it, it did. And it didn't happen all that long ago. Um, so we'll, I, I'll just leave you hanging on that. We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do cool stuff like that. But I got to preach last night and uh, one of my favorite, uh, my, one of my favorite studies uh, that just, uh, to me, is just so important to be able to see the relationship of the, you know, the harmony of the scriptures and the testimony of the deity of Christ. And I got to talk a little bit about Christmas before Jeff did. So I thought right. that, was, that was pretty much of a coup, I think, personally. Yeah, no, I think that was a... Um that was a, the best way you could have entered into membership <laughs> is by joining this weird unspoken competition. Well, it's not really unspoken either. <laughs> That's true. Well, he, how long has he had his tree up? I mean, he, it's been a while. It's been a while. But so. they have. So um, there's another family at Apologia that they, they duel with to get their tree up that. first. Yeah. Okay. Let's just make sure I'm telling Jeff right now. Don't do. I once went to a church where the pastor literally has a Christmas tree in his office all year. Oh, long. see, that's cheating. You can, that would be cheating to- That's not just cheating, that's <laughs> imbalanced. <laughs> right, <laughs> Okay. it's not Christmas if you don't stop doing Christmas. That's right, that's right. That's you right. have to end it. There was something wrong with that, I was just- <laughs> So anyhow, so yeah, here, here we are. And then I show up and then I disappear for two weeks out of-, out of out, Right. Out, you know, it's just the way it's gonna be this year because- uh, I'm going to be flying. Oh, am I going to get the frequent flyer miles? Uh, well, that's, gonna be, hmm. I mean, good or? It is good. And, uh, you know, the one thing that people uh, caught hold of last night that they said a lot of was I had talked to Jeff about this and it was, you know, um, you know, I will, I will give the greetings of the elders and the people of Apologia Church. Oh, yeah. The saints all around the world. As, that's cool. As I go and speak. So that's super cool. They were like, we like that. Mm -hmm. like that so you can go you can go now go do that <laughs> <laughs> and it'll give us all a chance to get to know your wife better yes. too yes. yes um there won't be a line to meet you so we can line up to talk <laughs> there to should her. be a line to meet her because <laughs> because she's put up with me for 36 years she knows and, the true secret behind the man <laughs> uh, sadly yeah this, that could be the end of everything um but then again somebody else you know does too so right yes uh, that's true yeah, yeah. well and so we did I told you that when we did this episode that I would probably just like ask you listened, a few questions. I, and yeah. I listened to the episode that you and Summer did and I learned stuff even there. Yeah. So that we did the interview. And so I'm just going to sure. ask you some questions. Sure. Um, you you know, I don't get to ask back. I mean, you can ask me questions too if you want. Yeah, it's, it's not like I don't have a computer <laughs> in front of me. So this would be the, uh, you know. Whatever your mind generates, which is probably thing. more than mine. <laughs> but... Well, so you were talking about Christmas. Oh yes. And you last night you also talked about um, being a grandparent specifically. But I thought maybe you could give. So this time of year is all about. It's like a celebration of family and being together. So I thought maybe you could give some good like biblical perspective on spending time with family and. Except uh, my family is all spread out all over the place. <laughs> right. Now. Yeah. Uh, I I do not know what grandparents did before FaceTime. I yeah. mean, seriously, back when I was a kid, you know, we would get uh, these handwritten letters from grandma mm -hmm. in Kansas and we'd have to sit there while mom and dad read the hand yeah. thing from grandma in Kansas, who we only saw for a few days during the summer when we drove out there on, that's all we did for summer vacation was right. drive out there and my dad would work on her house and stuff like that. So spread out families, um, you know, we've, we've had 
everybody fairly close to home for a number of years. And so Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff like that have been big things, but man, we're all, we're all spread out now. Yeah. And uh, it makes you really appreciate what you did have when everybody was around. Right. Um, but you know, this year, um, as you know, uh, Summer and Eric and the kids are supposed to be coming down. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, I checked last night to make sure that they were able to be here for the, the apologia service oh uh-huh which of course they're planning to oh do. good so, good because uh, that's that'll be really exciting yeah uh to have us all at, at the same place at the same time um <clears throat> but what we want to do this year is um sort of demonstrate what a what a distinctly christian celebration uh is um because there's a lot of folks who celebrate christmas but they're not believers right so shouldn't there be a difference uh right because this is not a commanded celebration i mean i know a lot of folks that i know folks i didn't know folks until i entered into the reformed baptist world but i know folks who will not celebrate Christmas. right okay um if if someone i can especially see that if you came out of some kind of saturnalia worship or something right. like that if you have a background in that okay you know and there are other people that just read the Puritans and go, that's Roman Catholic and I can't do it. And yeah. Okay, fine. And, and so I'm not going to force something on somebody. And every, I think every local body needs to make a decision as to how they're going to handle this, these types of situations. Yeah. And, you know, most evangelical churches don't even give it a thought. You know, it's just, you know, bring out uh, the decorations bring out you know bring the camp walk the camel through during the christmas musical yeah. <laughs> clean up afterwards whatever you know uh that that kind of thing uh and they use it in in another way for me uh what i've tried to do and i was for example this is what i was trying to do that one year and i'm sure summer has told you when i i chose to read the christmas mm -hmm. story from the Geneva Bible. <laughs> and uh, I got to the Geneva Bible's rendering of the word cradle uh, or manger, manger mm -hmm. as crash. <laughs> and uh, um, <laughs> the whole thing fell apart at yeah. that point. It fell apart when Summer fell off of the couch laughing. Right. That, that's, it's just really sort of ruined the whole effect. And so I haven't always been successful. Right. Uh, and Summer's to blame for a number of those failures. Um, <laughs> But, but, but I have tried, and uh, and I think one of the ones that uh, was fairly recent ones that uh, everybody in the family said they really enjoyed. Uh, I actually brought home one of my digital projectors, and I did a presentation. I think on Christmas Eve, on the wall. You ready for this? this is almost as bad as Midway, because um, <laughs> this is Christmas, okay? But I did a pre. I, I projected. Uh, the little manuscript P52, which is okay. probably the oldest fragment of the New Testament we possess. There, some people argue some others are older, but generally agree that it's probably the oldest fragment of the, of the New Testament we possess. And I somehow, maybe somewhat torturously, um, connected uh, the history of that little fragment through to the subject of Christmas. Okay. It was, it was a bit of a stretch, uh -huh. but... But they actually found it really interesting because it wasn't your standard right something new star yeah. wise men stuff um and uh, so they really seemed to enjoy that the one real major bomb uh was when the kids were younger 
when I decided to make one of their primary gifts a um, you can buy these uh, you can buy things like international justice ministry Barnabas fund voice the martyrs okay. type thing uh-huh. you can like sponsor oh yeah a child in a in a, in a difficult area mm-hmm. provide Bibles you know type of stuff like that and so you can give certificates to people you know so in your name so many Bibles right. will be distributed in this difficult area type of a thing and yeah <laughs> they weren't a fan they were like where's maybe, my scooter maybe, maybe they were a little <laughs> bit too young at that point I, I don't know but um that may be one of the least memorable attempts that i made i'm gonna ask um, her about that. Ple- yeah she may not remember it that's the, that's the really frightening and sad part about it but um but i tried and uh but i do try to uh, you know uh, emphasize the the real you know I, don't, I hate using the phrase meaning of the season but if you don't really believe in the Trinity, the deity of Christ, uh, the inspiration of scripture, there's really no reason to be doing any of this other than to help the economy out anyway. Right, yeah. Um, because really what we're saying, it's it does not surprise me that the world mocks uh, Christmas every Christmas because we're, we're literally saying that the God that created these hundreds of billions of galaxies with hundreds of billions of stars in each one of the hundreds of billions of galaxies and holds all this together by the word of his power actually became flesh and lived 2000 years ago in a little backwards corner of of the Roman Empire and never traveled more than a certain number of miles any one direction and yet that was our god. Yeah. And look from the world's perspective as Paul puts it uh moria uh, from which we get moron mm-hmm. foolishness. Yeah. Absolute foolishness. And so I get that. Um but it it does you know i, I want to make sure that at least my family uh, uh you know when i talked a little bit about isaiah 9 last night mm-hmm. at apologia um we normally spend some time on that because that a child will be born son given uh, i think there's a whole lot behind that i really really do unfortunately i got derailed last night because almost nobody at apologia loves handles messiah <laughs> as much as i do so i was well why don't you give your recommendation for handles messiah right now oh my goodness um look I, if you're not a classical music lover okay i get it but the reality is uh, handles messiah is is almost miraculous when you look at the period of time in which he wrote it just a just a, a matter of weeks the music is enduring <clears throat> and he he didn't do the words the words were provided by someone else but they're all mm-hmm. scriptural texts they're just that someone had called these scriptural texts in a certain order that that basically tell the Christ story. So part of the Messiah is sort of the Christmas part of the Messiah. And then you've, you know, everybody knows the Hallelujah Chorus. Right. Um, but that's actually the Easter portion. Right, the um, resurrection. The resurrection yeah. period. And so it is, um, it has been in constant performance since Handel wrote it. It's the only piece of music that I know of that that, that is the case. And it transports me. It is... The most beautiful stuff um and what i want to do and have not had the opportunity of doing i've got to find someplace i i, I may just have to set time aside next year find a sing-along because there are places oh. in major normally in major cities where they do sing-alongs i have my own score i sing bass bass <laughs> or baritone depending on what they need so you're um, ready <laughs> i'm ready uh, i know the bass part pretty well uh, my voice isn't what it once was but um 
know, Kelly and I sang in a uh, singing group at North Phoenix Baptist Church. Really? We were both in what was called Liberation. We had our own band. We traveled. And we wow. won. It was, the year, it was the year before she came in. But Liberation won the... Um, small group category at the uh, National uh, Christian Music Festival in Estes Park, which is the big, wow. that's the big thing. So we, we weren't half bad. We actually could, could sing. It was, that's it was really a, cool. A lot of fun, yeah. So, and in fact, the Wednesday night before we got married, uh, Kelly and I sang a duet at North Phoenix. And what about did you five sing? Years, we sang a song called I Am Willing, Lord. Okay. And it's I Am Willing, Lord, all the way through. But then we changed the last chorus and... Uh, Clasped hands, we are willing. Oh, oh, that's so cute. So, uh, about, I love five, that. about five years ago, uh, I got this thought across my mind. Uh, they recorded all of those things for the homebound ministry. Oh, and so I contacted North Phoenix. Said, "Well, when Richard Jackson, who's the pastor there, left, we gave all that stuff to him." So I contacted the Richard Jackson Evangelistic Foundation in Texas. And lo and behold, they had the tape from that Wednesday night. So do you have it? I have it. <gasps> oh I my gosh. Nice now, of course, it was the, the, the recording quality. You know, right. <clears throat> it isn't, isn't best from 1982. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got a recording. That's that. cool. Yeah. That's so, really cool. So what I a really, cool memory. yeah, I really want to uh, do a sing-along with the Messiah. That'd be awesome. I mean, I know it gets, it gets performed. Right. But, but they do sing community sing-alongs where they, that's they have cool. the orchestra that's really cool. and then anybody who wants to come along and it ends up being a huge choir and you just bring your own music. and That would be, be awesome. quite an experience, yeah. I would think, especially with everyone singing. Well, especially when you, you hit the, just... not just the Hallelujah Chorus, but there are a couple of, of the songs, uh, the numbers in there that are just, they'll transport you. Yeah. There's a, it, it's not like listening to most contemporary Christian music. It yeah. is just timeless. It is incredible. But anyways, that's what, that's another thing to add to your, your, your Christmas would be some really, and, and dig into some, some of the deepest Trinitarian theology I have ever found in music hmm. is Christmas hymns. They're normally the stanzas that never get played on the radio. Right. Yeah. Or sung. Yeah. But when you look at uh, some of the major Christmas hymns and get to like that never sung third verse, yeah, you'll have hypostatic it union It does seem like that's where all, all the really deep theological, yep. like why would they scrub that out of, out of a it, song? Because it doesn't. <laughs> like even some of the hymns that you might sing at a regular church, yep. just modernized, yep. they some of the best parts of it have been taken out because that's frequently not the best rhyming right yeah because uh, for playability or whatever something. yeah yeah you're actually trying to say something so yeah yeah so anyways those are just some some things you don't have to you don't have to skip the you know the gift giving and stuff i've spent uh you know i've been i've been quote unquote santa claus for my family for a long oh, time oh yeah summer has told me that you take your gift I, game I take, seriously I take, I take my gift game very seriously <laughs> And I've upped it this year for, for a few folks. Um, my son-in-law, Eric, had mm -hmm. to get his early. So he's, yeah. he's already, uh, he already knows. <laughs> but I've got, I've got four grandkids coming. Yeah. And uh, this will be the first time that uh, Cadence and Waylon have been to our house. Yep. They are going to be disappointed. Oh, really? I can tell you right now. <laughs> the look on their face, they're going to they're gonna walk in, they're going to look around a little bit and come back like, it's so small. <laughs> Because our house is, you know, they've got two floors. Right. They, they've got so much more space under roof than we mm -hmm. do. Um, and there's no, well, 
I was going to say there's no grass outside to go play in, but I've been to their house and there's no grass to right, outside yeah. play in there either. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, they're, they're going to be disappointed. So I, we've got to do a good job with the tree or something. To give Except something. for, I heard that, um, I heard that your wife, when I think when either Janie or just Clementine, I think just Clementine was in and your wife set up like this whole little fort in the backyard she like oh, dragged yes, yes, out yes, yes. Oh, no, no, oh, no. we're, we're going to put that back up but oh, yeah good. the last time that they were there uh we we put a little thing up in the backyard the problem is you have to walk over the rocks to get to it right yeah um but yeah we we're gonna try to do something like that and i'll probably put some lights on it and stuff like that i'm gonna have to work hard when i get back from these trips because i've got a bunch of <laughs> yeah you don't uh, have a ton of time to, execute. Ton of time to be doing this uh <laughs> and still do everything else i'm supposed to do so but it's gonna be great to have the grandkids there and obviously for us that's the whole thing is, is the, you know, uh, my parents were, were very poor mm -hmm. and yet we had the same Christmas tree from the time I was four. I think they got rid of that tree about 10 years ago. Wow. That's how long okay. we had the, ex I mean, so much so that the, the, you, you put the little things in and then we had to put toothpicks in. To hold in so, the because, little cause, stakes. Because the, the little holes had worn out over the years. So everything was starting to do this. <laughs> sort of like human bodies. <laughs> it's just, everything's just starting to just not look the way that it used to. Yeah. And, but we had the same tree. And, and they would you know, always make sure that, that there was something, uh, something there for us, even though we were, we were poor as church mice. Yeah. And so um, I've just loved seeing how... Cadence and Waylon and Clementine in January have come together. Yeah. I mean, Waylon's relationship with, with Janie. Oh, yeah. Um, He's like then, her little then, caretaker. He is. Mm -hmm. And then Cadence mothers all of them. And, and she and Clementine hiding in closets, doing girl talk. <laughs> yeah. Pink lava links. I mean, seriously. <laughs> and everybody knows about uh, Clementine and her... <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for Clementine says it's, it's I know good. yeah she's got, gonna we're gonna have to off. wait till Clementine's 18 <laughs> to publish it right but even by then it should be pretty interesting oh, yeah so we've got to keep all this stuff <laughs> but um you know Cadence uh, just doesn't know how much she means to me she is there's there's really something special about mm -hmm. that young lady she is uh, I'm looking forward to having all of them um but I've got to get some super duper cool guy toys for Waylon because that poor guy yeah I know. You know I mean, I mean, Eric does everything he can to do the testosterone thing. Yeah, but he is surrounded by a lot of girls. Right. Yeah. So he needs he needs some guns. Well, and there's something <laughs> there's something special about your grandson, oh, your yeah. first grandson. Yep. yep. It's different than the granddaughter. And he's one thousand percent boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, all the way. And that's good. Anyways, here here everyone tunes in to find out, and I'm I'm <laughs> I'm doing the grandpa thing about about uh, Christmas. That's okay. But... It's a side that people don't usually get to see of you i don't even know how long we've been going i don't either. Do you need to head out sometime soon <laughs> we have time for one more question oh of course of course um it's also again sorry to disappoint anyone it's really not All like the most right but i asked summer so i got some, the I got some theology into that last one you, you did know, the you've been stuff, yeah, he yeah. knows what he's doing i can ask him anything and he'll turn it <laughs> into a theological talk it's great it's a talent um so I asked Summer this. I was just going to ask you, what is your last meal? Oh, you mean as if I was going to have a last meal? Right. I was going to say the last meal I just had is really boring. So you don't want to. <laughs> I guess go, yeah, that, don't that question. Go there. I, I actually, uh, uh, it was uh, two eggs with cheese uh, in a <laughs> low carb uh, tortilla wrap. 
Well, so my, if you my, if you were on death row, yeah, the death row I mean, thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Not I that know. you would be, but I, I, that's that's a good question. Um, Streets of New York. Pizza? No, spaghetti? no, I do streets of New York uh, spaghetti. I do love their their pasta, but I just do that to do some carbo loading before long rides and right. stuff like that. It's not because it's my favorite thing in the world. Um, my dad's turkey and dressing. Uh, Summer's okay. probably told you about. I've got pictures of when when we get that turkey out on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, we used to, anyways, when everybody lived here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how we did it because I've tried and failed miserably. Okay. To 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 re- replicate his <laughs> his dressing, but I don't know how he got that much dressing into one turkey. I, oh. I, it, I mean, it's almost physically impossible to create the volume of dressing uh, by stuffing it. There's just there's not enough room in there. I'm sorry, I don't don't know how he did. Well, he put it all around it too. Okay. But our favorite part of Thanksgiving and Christmas would be once it's coming out, snatching the especially overcooked portions oh the real crispy the real crispy yeah i've got i've got video of summer you know <laughs> doing this thing and all of us are doing it and we almost you'd almost not eat much turkey because you had just stuffed yourself you, yeah because <laughs> that's the stuffing that he has that he has made is there's i've never tasted anything that even comes close so he hasn't to it. he he you don't have the the trick. Um, he's tried to communicate it, but something hasn't uh, something hasn't it's worked. Working. It's it's sort of like uh, Colonel Sanders. You know, you can you can try stealing it. It may not right. It may not. But you're missing work. the you're missing special, the secret ingredient yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but um, I would think a, a turkey, uh, uh, my dad's turkey and dressing, um, especially when he would get the fresh kill turkey. Oh. Mm-hmm. Goodness, just melt in your So mouth. as long as you could Tons have that and then get the, grab the, the uh, crispy have, pieces. Gotta have the dressing. Gotta have the dressing. <laughs> that would probably be that would probably be best, I think. I mean, his fried chicken, I am fairly close. I can get fairly close okay. to his fried chicken. Um and that's what we used to that that was Sunday afternoon. Oh okay. Sunday afternoon was fried chicken and After mashed church. potatoes yeah. and, and corn. Okay. And if we went to Kansas, corn on the cob. Because my grandmother lived in Kinsley, Kansas, which is just surrounded by all fields. corn. It's, it's all, <laughs> so whatever corn you got in Kinsley was good stuff. Had been on the stock a couple hours earlier, and oh, oh cool, man, that was the best stuff on the planet. So, so, but let me, let, let, I, let, I've got to ask you. Um, okay, how long have you been doing geologians now? Um, I think it's like. I lose track of, I'm not a good at timelining. This is why I want you to teach a church history class <laughs> because I'm really bad I'm at timelining. I'm not sure that I'm able to cover sheologians in the church history <laughs> well, class. You don't have to. <laughs> and then we come to some of the major developments in social media ministry. And uh, we have to remember sheologians right at the top of that list. Well, if anyone would put it on the timeline, I'm sure it would be you. But it's not necessary. Yeah. Um, but so I think it's been two full years as of October. Okay. Um, so yeah, we, I think we probably knew about, well, I met summer just a few months before that. Mm. And we became fat. We'd only been friends a few months when we started Sheologians. It was so, so obviously at first, you know, these things, when you do these things at first, you've got the, hot topics that you're already focused upon yeah. and 
and it's pretty easy to to be filled. So two years is a lot of topics. Oh yeah, and we've never missed and a you, week. Uh, I, I, yeah, I understand how that works. <laughs> uh, I I miss weeks uh, mainly because I'm traveling. You've um, also been going. By well, the time we've been going for decade we'll probably have missed some too uh, I, I would assume so i would assume so uh childbirth may have something to do right, with that yeah. something along the lines, yeah. um but what have you what have you now that you have to you have to do some work now yeah you have to do some work now because at first it's all fun and games mm-hmm. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you've got people that are listening and they want new material and they are supporting you and there are people that are taking their time to post this material and yeah. do graphics for you and all of a sudden you got a job yeah and uh what have you what have you learned about each other now that you have to sort of work harder at oh. at uh, doing stuff well so s- i think what's come out m- I, well, and this is obviously just my perspective on it, but I think what really has been revealed to me is that, um, I don't even know if I'm going to say this correctly. Maybe you can help me. But I think that Summer's like very solid upbringing comes out in like her memorization of scripture and like knowing theological concepts and stuff that are maybe a little bit more off the beaten path. <laughs> um and then I have always been like a thinker and very sort of like philosophical. And I just think something until I know, I think about it until I like know what I, how I want to say it and what it really, really means. And so, so I you don't necessarily think in the same way. Right. Right. But so I think that, I think that those two, I think you have, um, like what comes, what's, what's, what I'm really starting to see is summer has like this this she's like the solid solid foundation and the like black and white person for us and she you know you she's told me before that you said you have the bedside manner of a rhinoceros <laughs> and i think she would say she has the same that she got that from you uh, she's a female obviously so i'm sure she's a little a, a mother my rhinoceros yeah, yeah, maybe right, right, <laughs> the bedside right, manner of right. but um so yeah i think we I always knew that we offered like a balance to one another and there was a sort of a compliment that happened between us, but that's just becoming more and more apparent. And, um, yeah, if you were, if you were identical, this would never work. Right. Yeah. Like, it could yeah. never work. I've seen people who started off cause everybody's like, Oh, you guys, you know, you're right on the same page. And then it, it all, it all broke down because there was, there wasn't enough difference to, uh, to allow for, friction and, and all the stuff that right. comes from having to sometimes work hard to get uh, stuff put together. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's, uh, uh, it, it takes work yeah. and, uh, and then you get opposition and you get criticism and yeah. you get, you know, all the rest of that kind of stuff. I've never had opposition. <laughs> no, never. You're it. just like always right in the middle. No one even uh, right uh, under the radar. James White. Everybody just, uh, <laughs> I, I uh, Google my name and nothing but salt and light. It's just, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've often said if I believed five percent of what I read about myself on the on the web, I'd slap myself. So, right, uh, it's it's pretty amazing, but yeah, there has to be that little bit of a of of difference. So, so how is how is the program different now than it was the first few months? Well, 
I mean, it was, we started out trying to do a micro podcast. So we, our episodes were 15 to 20 minutes long. Yeah, that's right. And it's funny because I have since gone back and, or I've stumbled across some criticisms of our first episodes. And I mean, if anything, doing Sheologians has taught me a lot about, um, like how things work around here just for my job. Um, and just in those first few podcasts, everyone who's avid podcast listeners just go into it with an open mind. Like in three months, this podcast that you're listening to could be completely different, you know? Um, obviously, unfortunately, (laughs) that's that's, uh, more often. Yeah. So at this point we go 45 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. If we have a lot to do and we're busy and the episodes aren't, are only half an hour. Sometimes that's okay for us, right. just depending on what we've got going on. Or if you've got people that, that you're interviewing, a few of oh, which yeah, yeah. I've helped to uh, make happen. Uh, <laughs> Thank you Reese for, that. for. Um, <laughs> And I, it, there's one I haven't even had a chance to listen to, and I keep forgetting to, to go, because I've got to grab it out of the archives to throw it on my iPod to listen mm-hmm. to, but I want to hear uh, Dr. Kruger. Um, oh, yeah. Because I'm not sure if you saw the... Um, he and I last year at G3, uh, we did an early morning session on the canon of scripture. Wow. So he and I together. And uh, we, we sort of wonder if it was just gonna be he and I talking to like two geeks yeah, uh, sitting down the front row because it was like eight o'clock in the morning. Place was packed out. Wow. And uh, it has proven to be a really, really helpful episode because he's just brilliant. Um, but I, I provide a little more of the humor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, and so, uh, but since I know where he's coming from and we're, we're on the same page as far as the theological nature of the canon and stuff like that, it's really helped a lot of folks to, to understand that uh, subject. So yeah. when, uh, when I got a note from Summer, hey, could you uh, hook, 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 hook me up <laughs> with uh, Michael Kruger? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've, had, we've had the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it just all... Like we've been even just blessed with a resource, you know, we, Summer has gotten in touch with people on Twitter mm-hmm. many times. You know, a lot of people, Jason, I think Jason Lyle Jason was Lyle. one of yours. Jason yeah. Lyle was one of mine. Yeah, yeah. And that was a great, it's all there. You know, a lot of smart people. It's cause you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> we, we run into each other once in a while. Yeah. We're running around out there and, uh, but it's neat to hear them in another context you know, uh, talking in, in this context. And I, I know someone like Michael Kruger, that's not the normal thing he's doing. He's right. running, he's running, you know, he's the president of RTS in Charlotte and he's, so he's running in with the big dogs and stuff. Yeah. But it's good for everybody to have an opportunity to sort of spread their message out to yeah. more folks. Yeah. And uh, so, but um, I, so one more question and we'll wrap it up. Okay. Um, but this is a semi-serious one. Okay. Um, I would love to find out, uh, and I, I sort of playfully threw this out at summer, but I think because the kids were around, she didn't really bite on it. But so I'll ask you, um, obvious. Okay. Let, let me put the let me, preliminary question. Mm-hmm. Which of the two of you would be the debater? Um, I'm going to say summer. Okay. All right. <laughs> Not an overly shocking response. Um, right. So who would you like to see Summer debate for her first debate? Oh. If there was someone who wanted to set that up. Mm. Let's put it in a different context. Let's say 
who would you like to see her debate in London? Are you having a, do you have a connection that can make this happen? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I could. Oh, interesting. See, that's hard because I would really, this isn't a slam on, um, uh, any Christian feminists out there, but I don't know if they would necessarily be a challenge. So I'd almost want to go with like a secular feminist that knows, or maybe even someone that almost sort of lines up with with some stuff that we believe mm-hmm. i mean have some common ground like upon camille mm-hmm. uh is her i always hear paglia but yeah. i heard it pronounced differently one time and now i when, anyway when paglia. you spell your last name like that you do not have any, <laughs> any grounds white. of objecting you're to like however. white nobody will get easy, this wrong yeah, right, right. <laughs> um so her maybe I and mean, then a, of course a part of me wants to say jordan peterson but i don't know if she would ever oh goodness <laughs> I don't uh, I, well i've, I've <laughs> I know people who want to see he and I right, yeah. have a dialogue, but I just mo- I want her to have that. Like I want her to be able to say I debated him. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, so what about uh, like just today? I tweeted out about the most incredible statement about transgendered people from Jory Micah. Uh huh. That was just. I mean, I, 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 I tweeted it with something about, uh, you know, terminal velocity heresy or something along those lines. Yeah. So you've got, you've got Rachel Held Evans and you got So Dory see, that's Michael. where I think that's the first, like where my first instinct goes. And I guess I w- what I fear in those is that it would just become like a weird semantics argument mm. or just, you know, like it would kind of devolve into nothing like it would be really i was if for like a fruitful fruitful debate i would want for her to have someone that's like more on her level but i do think that people if it was have if it was like moderated and stuff i think that i think that rachel held evans would probably be my my choice for her they don't seem to be the types of folks that are real big into that type of thing i don't see them doing it but yeah uh, yeah, I would. I would love to love to see that happen because uh, I'm gonna be in London a lot. This uh, I, I just I, London is sort of the jumping off spot for almost any place else you go in the world. Yeah. When I went to Israel, the Tel Aviv flight went through London. If I go to Scotland, it's through London. It's London. Heathrow is just booming. The place. Yeah. Um, and so uh, looking at some debates with Muslims and hopefully a debate on uh, Reformed theology in London. And uh, so, yeah, you know, it's sort of like, you know, while you're there, you can talk to other folks. And because I happen to know that someone would really like to visit London at some point. Oh, yeah. In time. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, really I know that someone would really, really mm-hmm. enjoy that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if there was a, if there was a, uh, you know, because once you've got an event or something like that, then you can try to find funding right. to make that type of yeah. thing happen. There's a and, more uh, of a push to actually yeah. get it done. Yeah. So that could be, that could be interesting. We'll, Ooh. we'll see. We'll see. That's exciting. <laughs> we'll Super exciting. So, so, so do you think we should, we should let Summer know that she might want to watch this uh, edition? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to tell her that. Whenever it drops and let her know. Yeah. Okay. This is an important one to, to check. I mean, she'll see that it's, that it's the two of us and she'll watch it anyway oh, oh, but <laughs> just out, we'll of, out, of, out of self-preservation because yeah. she's gonna go okay what they say about me right yeah, yeah I, I know i know do you have any funny stories 
about summer oh, before goodness. you leave? I, I, well, you know what? You know, a really sweet one real quick um, that is, is funny is, I don't know if you've seen the videos that she posted recently of Janny. Oh, uh-huh. But Janny's all into the Yellow Ranger, the Yellow Power mm-hmm. Ranger. Now, I, while I was up there, I actually saw the current version of Power Rangers. And the stunning thing here is... I had to watch that when she was that, when she was like five. Uh-huh. It was significantly better back then <laughs> than it is now. Well, it good. has evolved so. <laughs> over the past 25 years. Yeah. I mean, that is, and that's saying a lot. Okay? Yeah. That's saying a lot. But uh, what's, what's funny is here's Janny and she's all into the yellow Power Ranger. Um, I have a picture someplace and they have it up there and I have, it's on, probably on my phone amongst the other 17,000 pictures mm-hmm. which means you can't find anything anymore. Right. Um, but I have a picture of Summer's first day of kindergarten and she is in the full yellow ranger uh, suit when she went to the first day of kindergarten. <laughs> That's she how was, she wanted to she, go? She was the yellow power ranger. <laughs> yes, she was the yellow power ranger. And, and she was just the cutest, cute as a button in that. Yeah. Her little blonde hair. She was really a. Just all blonde. yellow. <laughs> she was all yellow. She was all yellow. And just That's smiling as sweet as can be. And so she went to her first day of kindergarten as the Yellow Ranger. So, Aww. and now Janie is. Now, is there. Is that genetic? Yeah. Uh, she must have passed it on. Did you pass it on? I, I don't know. But. Uh, well, now we have Sheologian's Yellow. Sheologian's yellow? Yeah. Like that's the yellow you see in our branding oh, is all the same. And okay. we call it Sheologian's yellow. I'm sure yellow. that someone else has a different name for it. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's like our number one brand color is, and, maybe and it's basically it's, maybe bright it's yellow. Because, and maybe it's because <laughs> of uh, of her uh, fantasy that she would really like to be the yellow ring. Yeah. She's it's, just, it's, it's been there all along. It's been there all along. So yeah, I've got other, I've got other uh, stories like, uh, you'll have to ask her sometime uh, about uh, what laser wars is like. Oh. Yeah. Ask her about laser Okay. Yeah. I'll ask oh. her on the next, the next time we do Sheologians. Okay. Ask her about laser wars. So we'll <laughs> laser wars. There, so. Well, thank you. I'm sorry for anyone who's sitting there going, I wanted a discussion of CBGM and textual variants in a New Testament because that's what I expect from you. Uh, I get people like that. Right. It's like it, it, you just always got to be you know, digging deep into something or refuting. You didn't say a single negative thing about Arminians today. You know, that, <laughs> <laughs> okay. there are people like that. It's like lighten up, man. Yeah. You cannot possibly live your life like that. Right. Every um, once in a while, you got to climb into your yellow Power Ranger outfit yeah. and just... <laughs> Just go Relax. take on some some of those really <laughs> generally dumb evil uh, monsters. They're right. not they're not the, they're not the brightest yeah. folks on the planet. So that's that's probably helpful. But, <laughs> but anyways, uh, so hopefully this will uh, also give a little time, a little more time for uh, Jeff to get back. I imagine that uh, Luke and uh, Zach and probably his wife are all. Uh, waving their fingers at him saying, nope, not yeah. so fast, bucko. Well, you, <laughs> you, you need to uh, rest up. And uh, so hopefully this will help push off things a little bit and take yeah. a little, little pressure. It will. Thank so, you. Uh, enjoyed it. Thank you for the excellent questions. Thank you for joining us. And uh, how do you, I don't know how he normally, you all normally just sort of let it die almost. You have music. Yes. So And he, usually he usually just says, talks about um, supporting us through all access. Yes. On apologiastudios.com. Um, he also usually encourages people to check out endabortionnow.com. Right. Um, 
we'll have a lot. You'll be hearing a lot of updates from endabirthnow.com, especially as we come towards the end of the year. So keep an eye out. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching. God bless.